millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Mamadou Sam, Sayana Jop, Joey Devine, Pop So, Jake Sam, Mamadou and Aye, Sean. Gorgie Jing Musical guest MC Solar And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock Joey Devine Hi, it's me, Joey Devine Your temporary host of Round Ball Rock And uh, we're here with Sean Keen My permanent co-host Sean, how are you today? I'm doing really well. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, are you currently, uh, in fear of your life from the Turkish government? Somewhat. But, um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit, I, I'm a little bit worried. We, we said some dangerous things. About I did Erdogan. leave that thing in that you told me to leave in. Okay, um, good. Yeah. I was just making sure. <laughs> um, I mean, basically, I I am afraid of the Turkish government, which is why I have been spending all of my time in Glendale. Mm. That's where I'm recording from, uh, the the city in America with the largest Armenian population. And I feel like they will protect me there. Uh, also, that's where my mechanic and dentist already are. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Galleria. There's an Americana. Yeah, there's an Americana and a Galleria. Uh, very exciting fountains, uh, a multiplex, a a uh, cupcake place with a cupcake ATM. All right, enough about Glendale. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, I'm not afraid of the Turks is what I'm saying. We have some news, dude. Yes. 
Um, I'm not going to play the news drop for this news. We'll play that later. But uh, according to the completely reputable, totally not weird and shady website I found, Chartable.com, Sean, Round Ball Rock is the 81st most popular professional sports podcast in the country of Senegal. Congratulations. (laughs) 81st? Number 81. Uh, we are a we are a wide receiver in like Senegal. Kobe's like Kobe's game against the Raptors. Yeah, exactly. That's why we are the greatest professional sports podcast. Just like Kobe is the greatest NBA player. Well, technically, Kobe is the eighty first greatest player in NBA history. So, <laughs> so a couple of things about this. Uh-huh. Um, first off. Sean, do you know who the 81st leading scorer in NBA history is? Uh, who is it, Joey? It's Sean Marion. The Matrix. Oh, wow. We are the Matrix of podcasts. Everybody, That's take that is. red pill. Get in. Get in. Let's talk about eating some ass. Do you know uh, who's 82, Joey? Who's 82? LaMarcus Aldridge. Oh, no. Thank God. If we drop to 82, I swear to God, dude, I'm going to take Derek Rose's advice and I'm going to kill myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's why we have to become more popular in Senegal. Yeah, this is our because, this is because, now our goal. Because we, Aldridge is going to be key, is going to be climbing that list too. This is now our goal. We want to become the most popular professional sports podcast in Senegal. Let's yeah. make Round Ball Rock number one in Senegal. Is it so much to ask? <laughs> Hashtag. Number one in Senegal, Round Ball Rock. There's got to be a better hashtag than that. We'll uh-huh. figure it out. <laughs> Senegal's, maybe? Um, so if Round you are... Ball Rock? I don't know. So I'd like to say really quickly, if you're from Senegal or our second biggest country, uh-huh. Latvia, hmm. thank you. We do know our one La- our Latvian fan, Maxims. I'm pretty sure he's downloading us the mo- enough where that's what's might making us so popular. Putting us into the top 250 <laughs> single-handedly in Latvia. And also that website very clearly totally reputable. Definitely definitely they know what they're talking about and doing, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Why would why would chartable.com lie to us? <laughs> uh, so should we go to the news? Yeah, let's go to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean, our top story... Gorgie Jang, uh-huh. Senegal's greatest NBA player currently, uh-huh. had three assists and four rebounds to lead Minnesota to victory last uh, night. <laughs> he was so good. He's uh, he's doing so well in the scheme. Uh, <laughs> it's just great to see this. The leadership, uh, the handsomeness. He just he inspired everybody on the team. He's to that so victory. good. We love Gorgie Gorgie Jang here at. Uh, Senegal's number one, uh, soon to be number one podcast, Round Ball Rock. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. And I even think that he might get a letter of cra- congratulation from President Mackie Saul. <laughs> 
Um, Mackie Saul, by the way, uh, president of Senegal, if you would like to help lead us to victory in your country uh, and win re-election, because we are now clearly tastemakers in Senegal. I don't know if you're a democracy, <laughs> but sure. Uh Please email us at round, roundrockpod at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at roundrockpod or you can always call us on the phone. Uh huh. Um, at why can I, why do I never have this number pulled up when I start doing it? Uh, call us on Usually the phone. The robot did it, yeah. <laughs> President of Senegal, please call us on the phone at <laughs> country code one. Is that USA? I don't know what the country code country is. Country code one. We are country code yeah. one. <laughs> um, area code 323-682-0342. So if you are the president of Senegal or from Senegal, or I guess if you're from America, please contact us there. Mm-hmm. Um, also... Uh, you can buy our album, Season 1 of Slammed Up, at roundballrock.bandcamp.com. You can also buy it for $0, but we, recon- we recommend between 7 and $7 million. Um, we should actually mm-hmm. talk about this Minnesota game, though. Um, oh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Our man I watched Jan, this one. Jan, Jan San- Saunders was mm-hmm. dope as hell. Uh, we were... I'm going to say when we recorded lukewarm on Jan Saunders. Yes. And I think now that we've seen him, seen how much the guys liked him, we're both extremely pro Jan Saunders now, right? Yes. I would also say I had a change of heart, which is in direct opposition to my opposition last episode, where I couldn't understand why Minnesota was obsessed with hiring people's children mm-hmm. all the time. And now I like it. Because you you said it was like a Midwestern family business. Yeah, it's tight as shit, dude. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's like it's like a hardware store being passed down, right? It just feels like totally. It's yeah. like a uh, like a weird low level factory of some kind, and all they all they produce is thirty win seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Um but yeah, so so we yeah. both decided Yan can coach, right? He's also yeah, Yan <laughs> can coach. He's also he's like uh there was a, a hilarious photo they showed on the broadcast which was Zach Levine and Andrew Wiggins at Yan Saunders's wedding which I thought was kind of Oh, sweet. that's hilarious and quaint and great. And Thumbs Andrew up. Wiggins had like the greatest game of his career last night too. Yeah, uh, and he said a bunch of homophobic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll he have did those not. hot takes later. <laughs> he actually, he, de- he, he did say that. No, uh, he did not call Dennis just... Schroeder gay. Can we please yeah, stop? <laughs> like... yeah, this, is, this is what happened. So, so um, well, okay, Wiggins scored 40 points. He was really good. He blocked a Paul George three. He, like... Went to the hoop and got to the line, like whatever. Eighteen has times wanted him to be doing like that's his his. I kind of feel like his role is like a more athletic Demar Derozan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like this is a guy that until the shot comes, he's going to be contributing at the free throw line. You know what I mean? Like his, his sure. three pointers are just not that great, but uh. 
It was great. He was very tough. He had a career. He had like a season high in rebounds, which was not as high as you would hope. The season high of a <laughs> it was six like eight seven guy. or something. Eight, eight, eight was eight, he. He may have finished with more than eight, but when he got to eight, it was his season <laughs> high. Yes. Um, look. Uh, all right, and then um, and then afterwards. Afterwards. Oh, he also eight. murdered Nerlens Noel. Yes. Don't forget yes. about that part. <laughs> which was which was really scary because it was it was confusing what happened because Wiggins goes up for a dunk. And in real time, it just looks like, like, like you don't understand why Nerland Noel just collapses to the ground. And the reason is he just he got like knocked out in the air, mm-hmm. and then he hit his head on the ground really, really uh, hard. And people were pretty mad at Wiggins initially, but he uh, he he did not do anything. Mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, but then afterwards. We still haven't gotten to the homophobia. Oh part. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After the game, so so tensions were high, and one tense thing that happened was that uh, um, Dennis Schroeder and Jeff T got into a extremely minor physical confrontation. Mm-hmm. Former Atlanta teammates. Yeah, uh, I'm sure Dennis Schroeder, in his German accent, said something about Marcus Teague. Uh-huh. And then Jeff said something about the, his dumb hair. Yeah. And, and uh, tensions ran high. All you have to do is move those guys a small distance apart because neither of them is very reliable hitting from distance. So. Uh, Boom! Chakalaka! You got roasted Jeff Teague and Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> also, you both escaped Atlanta for better situations. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Um, okay, and then he asked about what Dennis Schroeder was doing, and he Wiggins is like laughing at this point, and uh, says he was getting gay. No, right? he says no. He <laughs> says he was getting pause. He, was getting, he was getting crazy, and for some reason, people decided that first getting was him saying he was gay. Yeah, it's it's like he. It's just a. It's just like a not. It wouldn't have even made sense in context. <laughs> right. Like that old that old stereotype that uh gays love to fight. <laughs> well, and also let's be very clear here. We would love to take the opportunity to call Andrew Wiggins a homophobe if he was yes. being a homophobe. <laughs> Absolutely. We don't have <laughs> We are not exactly a pro Andrew Wiggins podcast. Uh-huh. Um but, but no, he clearly says he was getting, and then he apologized immediately, immediately in a Twitter. tweet, yeah. in like an incredibly woke worded tweet. Uh-huh. He said, quote, I have the utmost love and respect for the LGBTQIA community, and I would went- never use any term to disrespect them in any way. Look, he went to seven... Seven letters. Yeah, he that. did the full on. He did not stop at T. He did not stop at Q. He did the full respect. Uh huh. The the full uh, acronym. Um. Anyway, and then all of these outlets were went with the headline: Andrew Wiggins, uh, like clarifies anti-gay statements. And there was never any anti-gay statements. You heard it wrong. And frankly. 
I feel like you kind of have to be a homophobe to hear it that way. Well, I mean, the thing is, everybody was consuming it via a tweet, like tweet form. No one's watching this press conference live. And so they're already looking at a tweet that's like, oh, did Andrew, Andrew Wiggins just talk about him getting gay? <laughs> anyway, weirdly, apologies to Andrew Wiggins. And also, thanks to Robert Littal of our favorite um our favorite basketball news organization, Black Sports Online. Yeah, he's a listener. For so, finding uh, the uh, the Andrew Wiggins tweet for us. So quickly, um, he, and he managed to make it display that information in only three separate web pages. Mm-hmm. So, and again, <laughs> Yan can coach. We are yes. now a, I want to make it very clear, Round Ball Rock is two things. Pro Yan... Pro Boylan. <laughs> yeah. I also didn't realize he's only the fourth coach's kid to become an NBA coach. I thought I thought it was way more common than that. Musselman. Musselman. Malone. Malone. Um, Kobe uh, Carl. <laughs> uh, and JB Bickerstaff. Yeah, There's yeah. three right now, but... Uh, was Steven Silas I, ever uh, an interim head coach? It feels like he was maybe an interim coach at some point. I mean, it feels like he should have been. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that Mike Malone's dad came up with the Jordan rules until last night. It's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. All right. Um, let's talk about a story I want to talk about here. Okay. Uh, as as anyone who's listened to um, our Scoop NBA episode knows, uh, we here at Round Ball Rock, we're pro pranks. <laughs> And a fan, oh, we we're playing them on each other yeah. all the time. Yeah, we're like, uh, we're like Mel Gibson on set minus the uh, racism all yeah, the time. That's what Rumble Rock is like. This year, I hid Joey's Halloween candy, and I told him I ate it all, <laughs> and I filmed his reaction. I cried. It was really good. I cried really <laughs> I cried hard. So much. Um, I cried actually so much we didn't post the clip because it was too sad. Troubling. Yeah. Um. So in Miami last night. Denver was playing Miami. Uh, mm-hmm. Jamal Murray shooting free throws to ice the game. He makes a free throw, and then a Miami fan ran out of nowhere and just took the game ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was less than a second to go when this happened, too. <laughs> and everyone was so confused. It took them a long time to even figure out what happened. Mm-hmm. I've just never seen that happen before. It, you'd think that would have happened before. <laughs> because now that now that I've seen it, it's like, wow, it is pretty easy. Especially that particular moment. If if it's a the first free throw goes in. Right. <laughs> like, ain't nobody doing shit. Like, this is it's the time to do it. Um Jamal Murray's reaction is also hilarious. Yeah, because he just stares for a very long time. (laughs) Super confused. (laughs) Like, it feels like a security breakdown, but also feels like something that is almost impossible to defend against. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. um, And, I mean, apparently they got... They just tried to run it right back to the place they came from. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was a seat sitting courtside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I uh, don't know what he thought his out was going to be. Yeah, like it's not 
Like if he if he had gone straight into the tunnel, that's maybe, what he should have done. Yeah, because I still would have been pretty confused. And also, I I wonder if a security guard at the end of the game, you're already looking at the the stands. You're not really worried about someone running into the tunnel and he had a ball so it would seem like he was pretty official I think he could have gotten to the parking lot if yeah. he'd went for the doors yeah yeah i think so too. <laughs> um and once you're once you're in the parking lot you're home free right yeah yeah well the, the they're secure- not gonna pull you over for stealing the game ball <laughs> yeah it's like crossing the county line <laughs> he would have been safe um so my question sean for you is was this fan affiliated with any of the Miami celebrity fans? Like, Ooh. so I could have seen like this is like a move that a young drunk Jimmy Buffett would completely make for I sure, think. dude. Um, and I don't really think this is like a pit bull move. No, he's like he's got his own basketballs. Like, like Pitbull could just walk onto the court and request the game ball, and I think they'd probably give it to him in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's a question. Is it like a... Uh, okay, I'm looking at Ira Winderman's top 15 celebrity Heat fans. Okay? Oh, great. Okay, okay. Uh, is this an Anna Kornikova move? Uh, well, possibly because the, the motion was very similar to a ball boy in tennis. Mm -hmm. So that like, like the methodology was correct, but I could not see like the, like given even just a glimpse of the person who stole this, Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't imagine a man like that being anywhere near Anna Kornikova. Okay. I have, I have one. Number 14 on Ira Winderman's top 15 uh-huh. Heat Celebrity Fans Index. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Hilfiger. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This, this could like, be one of Tommy's sons. Yeah. Like, he... How many reality shows are there based on the Hilfiger family? That I don't know. I, there's at least one. <laughs> uh, I once postmated an Xbox controller to Tommy Hilfiger's rapper son at like one in the morning on a Friday night. Oh, wow. Has he ever uh, made a bad hip hop song about NBA basketball? Because that I don't know. He could make it on the pod, <laughs> baby. Uh, all right. Number 13. No way. Rick Ross. No, is affiliated no. with this guy. I he's do. a law and order man. Yeah, he was once. A, he was a prison guard. prison guard. No way. <laughs> Freeway Rick Ross. He's like, that's contraband. OK, what about Julio Iglesias? You know, he seems just too old and yeah. like he wouldn't want it. He was an original member, uh, own, uh, r- an original owner, sorry, of the Heat. Julio Iglesias That's what, that's wow. what Ira Winderman tells me. <laughs> wow. But he sold off his... Oh. Uh, all right. Well, I, oh, actually, that completely makes sense because couldn't... If, if, you, if someone told you that Ronnie Cycli and Julio Iglesias were lifelong friends, oh, for sure. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pause a second to believe that. Okay, what about Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Uh, Too busy filming. He wasn't at that game. I don't think so. And, like, he would, you know, th- the guy didn't yell something about, like, kicking your balls into the back of your throat or one mm-hmm. of those classic rock improvs. Uh, all right, someone named Romero Brito. 
who is a Brazilian neo-pop artist, painter, serigrapher, and sculptor? I'm going to say no. <laughs> Probably not. But, but I mean, it would be the perfect crime. No one would know who that was. <laughs> He's number 10. He's ahead of Dwayne Johnson, according to Ira Winderman. That's weird. What about, um, is Patrick Vieira, former Arsenal midfielder, a Celebrity Heat fan? I would guess probably, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right? Don't you think that he seems like, I mean, he would have kicked the ball, mm-hmm. however. I mean, I am just listing Patrick Vieira because he was born in Dakar, Senegal. I'll be honest. <laughs> I have no reason to think he has any association with Miami. I mean, I think he I think he is an MLS head coach right now, but mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. Okay. What about uh DJ Khaled? Uh yeah, he's in the gym. That's the problem. He's like he's working out every single yeah. day. Uh also the guy didn't say anything inspirational to the Heat. I feel like I feel like DJ Khaled would only do that if the game was in doubt still. Okay. His number eight is Gabrielle Union. There's no fucking way. No, 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 no. She too much respect. She would have stolen the ball herself if it was Gabrielle Union. Also, I mean, technically a celebrity fan, but Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know about that. Right. Does not count. Yeah, doesn't count. Uh, Dan Marino. (laughs) Dan Marino. Oh, well, has a history of uh, sports related crimes. That's true. That's true. If it was Einhorn doing it, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, no way. Too stupid to steal the ball. Mm-hmm. They're also uh, smaller, shorter than the person who actually also, came out. Not wearing money team gear either. The mm-hmm. guy. That would have been the... Um... Yeah, that's the thing. It would have been like 12 guys, and they would have tried to stomp the ball themselves. Right. What about Flo Rida? No I'm saying uh, no. I don't think so. The guy was not wearing boots at all, much less boots with fur, so forget it. Uh, Serena Williams? No, but a, another tennis connection. <laughs> Could have been an affiliated uh, ball boy, but no, I don't I don't think she wants a, a regular game ball. Oh, Ira Winderman, this guy's dead. Clarence the big man Clemens from the E Street uh, Band? <laughs> uh, well... He was a Miami Heat fan? <laughs> Accordingly, according to Ira Winderman. <laughs> so strange. Also, Pat Riley was uh, born to slow it way down. Okay, here's another, here's another, I think, solid, solid uh, choice. Uh-huh. Was that man affiliated with Gloria Stefan? Yes, it could. Is he that in was, the Miami Sound Machine? That's my. I'm, I'm going to say former <laughs> member of the machine. You and, know, and you know what happened to him? What? The rhythm got him. Yeah, it's true. That he just it took the rhythm. The rhythm took him straight onto the court and yeah. the, into that ball. And then Jimmy Buffett is Ira Winderman's number one. Uh, he he is a number one. But <laughs> I I love a I love a fan who gets ejected. Oh yeah, love it. And, and still kind of just gets to come back no matter what. Sean, have you ever gotten ejected from a sporting event? No, I, I probably came pretty close, but no. <laughs> uh, neither have I. Uh, weird. Yeah. Arguing with Tracy Murray's father. That's 
Um, and I'm kicked out of a bar at the end of uh, the Super Bowl where the 49ers. Yeah, lost. I was there for that. You were yelling. Well, that was, at a, you were yelling at someone wearing pajamas. No, I wasn't yelling. <laughs> well, on your way out, you were like, "You're wearing pajamas." Anyway. Oh, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Th- no, people. People. Anyway, doesn't matter. Our next story: uh, Dylan Brooks out for the season. Uh, both James Jones and Ernie Grunfeld, you can breathe easy now because your man, Dylan Brooks, cannot hurt you anymore this year. You got the right Brooks. Or yeah. <laughs> um there's nothing more to say about that. Get well, Dylan Brooks. Um Yeah, it well, sucks that he 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 like toe surgery seems like a really disappointing way to be out for the year. Yeah. Um all right, our next our next story. Uh Boogie Cousins has named an uh, uh, a return date, Sean. He's shooting for January 18th versus the Clippers. Uh-huh. Uh, one thing we can say for sure about that game, there will be no pregame chapel. No pregame chapel, baby. <laughs> Doc don't like it. I got to say, as a Warrior fan, also, sorry, folks, I'm a Warrior fan. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't come up. And uh, I feel like people like us better. Yeah, they they definitely like us more when we don't talk about how we're fans of the Warriors. Um, yeah. But this is a good sign for old Joey, because it is the day after my birthday, <laughs> January eighteenth, oh. and also the twelfth year, the twelve year anniversary of the greatest birthday present I ever got. Mm-hmm. Which is the Warriors trading Mike fucking Dunleavy and Troy Murphy to the Pacers for <laughs> Steven Jackson and Al Harrington. What a deal. So, happy fucking birthday to Joey. Uh, also, Dwayne Wade, who shares a birthday with me. Oh, I didn't know that, yeah. Joey. Congratulations <laughs> to you and um, the husband of the eighth biggest Miami Heat <laughs> fan in history. Uh, let's talk about the actual Warrior news, though, Yeah. yeah. Uh, this week. Uh, the Golden State Warriors are being privileged bitches <laughs> and asked the NBA to investigate the Cleveland Cavaliers uh-huh. for their sham macaw contract. Yes. Um, Brett and Randy talked about it last episode. Uh, uh, there was a weird Patrick McCaw contract. Brett was really into it, too. Randy was not. Randy was not so into transactions since apparently he started making money, it yeah. appeared. <laughs> um, Sean, how do you feel about the Warriors requesting uh, that the NBA investigate this? You know... On one hand, it feels like they're really being narcs, and this is not a very likable stance to take. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I don't, I don't feel like this is going to be the thing that turns the tide. Like, like this is this is them organizationally leaning into the heel role that mm-hmm. all of them actually hate mm-hmm. and pretend that they like. It's a weird thing for me uh-huh. to be anti-warriors and pro-Dan Gilbert in a thing, but here we are for some oh, reason. Oh, I'm not. I'm definitely not <laughs> pro-Dan Gilbert. I mean, here's the thing. Like, it is a bullshit contract. 
Yes. But also, so I'm pro players getting what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the thing. Like, I'm like, into Dan Gilbert giving this sham contract to Patrick McCaw. You know, and the, and the Cavs have been on many different ends of these sham contracts. One thing I will say is, um, for the most part, all of these kind of like sham deals like this or like tricky contracts or things that have, um, you know, like the Chandler Parsons deal that had a poison pill and everything. I'm going to say like 90% of the time they don't (laughs) actually work for the signing team. Like they're very clever and then they just backfire. Like, I mean, McCaw did get to sign with the Raptors today, which I guess is. Oh, he signed with the Raptors. I mean, that's what he, that's what he wanted. And, the the problem is it's very hard i think in this complaint to really blame the calves exactly because they they they're not like getting any benefit out of it i mean it it's like a they have an esoteric sucking well now an agent owes them something yeah 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 i mean and that and that makes sense but it's not but they don't they don't get a player they don't have any like there's no positive results um, on the court or anything. You know, they they had him for three games, and I mean, I guess it cost them a little bit of money. Now, can I tell you um, what the uh, penalty would be if they they're found having circumvented the salary cap? Okay, uh, they lose their first round pick. Whoa. <laughs> What if they won the lottery and the Warriors got the number one pick? That isn't and how so this like, works, though, unfortunately. They just forfeit it. They just forfeit it. Yeah, the Warriors do not get the Cavs pick if this happens. That would have been hilarious. Boogie Cousins leaves and the Warriors add Zion Williamson. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it also came one game after Steph Curry uh, did that James Harden travel step back and then flashed the number 13 when he was whistled for mm-hmm. travel. Which I think was on purpose, by the way. I think they knew he was getting called for a travel and he oh, wanted to point it out. <laughs> and, and like, they thought it was funny, which it was. Um. Anyway, uh, Warriors, stop being fucking narcs, dude. You're making it hard to root for you as is. <laughs> uh-uh, right. It's, um... <laughs> um, I mean, what, what, what do you think, what do you think would be an appropriate punishment. Obviously, forfeiting a draft, a first-round pick, would be ridiculous. I mean, well, the most appropriate punishment uh-huh. would be Dan Gilbert winning the number one pick and then having to forfeit <laughs> it. Just because yeah. he operates when LeBron leaves like he's owed the number one pick, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that maybe um, if the Warriors win the title... They get to spray champagne in the visiting locker room in Cleveland. I mean, honestly, what the Warriors should be doing is uh, going to the federal government to go after Dan Gilbert for all the all the mortgages <laughs> that ruined the country. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. A congressional investigation. Yeah. Let's narc. <laughs> let's narc on Quicken Loans, not yeah. on Patrick McCaw. <laughs> Poor Patrick McCaw. Who is exactly the kind of person that uh, Quicken Loans screwed? A man <laughs> without you know, recourses. Yeah, you know what? And I wish Patrick McCall the best in Toronto. Sounds like it could be, you know, a good situation for him. 
I guess he's not better than Norm Powell. I don't think. I mean, was he the fourteenth man on that team? <laughs> they got weird, a lot of guards, buddy. Um, but it seems it seems like it would be tight to just live in Toronto, though. Yeah. For, for three months or whatever. Uh, Damon Ragula had a really good tweet about how like uh, Patrick McCaw had to flee the country to get away from Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, what uh, if they? What if? He- what if they match up in the finals? Now they now there's finally something to play for. Yeah, in definitely. a Toronto Golden State, right? Uh, staying in Cleveland for our next story, uh, Colin Sexton has to wear a Clemson jacket for a week because he bet on Alabama. Yep, and uh, uh, apparently Jaron Blassingame can also demand that he do push-ups at different points in the week. There might be there might be a total number of push-ups. That he's allowed to assign, but he definitely made Colin Sexton drop and give five push-ups while he was walking into the arena on camera. Uh, he should do it at tip-off. Oh, that would be so funny. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, congratulations, Jaron Blossom game. <laughs> and once again, Colin Sexton. Make better decisions, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's it's embarrassing. Um, Sean, we wanted to do something fun today mm-hmm. uh, because it's the new year. This will be our last hol- uh, holiday themed episode, probably oh. <laughs> for until, a while until Valentine's Day, <laughs> uh, MLK Day. We might do something, but um, I guess there's a lot of games. Uh, Sean, you wrote some New Year's resolutions for each team. Um, do we want to run through those real quick? Yeah, let's do them. All right. So let's start in the East. Great. The Atlanta Hawks. Sean, what is the Atlanta Hawks New Year's resolution? Uh, their New Year's resolution resolution is to introduce Trey Young to the barber shop that is literally inside <laughs> their home arena. <laughs> Get a haircut, rookie. <laughs> I like him too. It's just, just they should also add a spray tan salon in their <laughs> arena for Kevin Herter. Oh yeah, I mean just just for his health, Get not even guys looking, his appearance. Looking <laughs> just, I'm just like worried about his skin cancer risk. Like, <laughs> like wouldn't the spray tan anyway? Uh, yeah. All right. What about the Boston Celtics, Sean? Uh, the Boston Celtics as a team, their resolution is the opposite of whatever Marcus Morris's resolution is <laughs> See, to stay out of jail. <laughs> See, I was going to say uh, it was to get Brad Stevens laid by graduation. <laughs> oh, I love you so tight. <laughs> um, all right. What about the Brooklyn yeah. Nets, Sean? Uh, well, the team personnel in Brooklyn, this is more for the staff. The analytics team has resolved not to help Mikhail Prokhorov hack another election on behalf of Vladimir Putin. So Fair. Big of them. It's big that of them. That should be Damari yeah. Carroll's. Uh, it, it, that, should, that job should be on Damari Carroll. You know what I mean? He already kind of looks like, uh, like, a, like a weird hacker on a TV show. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> I'm in the system. <laughs> um, what about the Charlotte Hornets, Sean? Uh, Nick Batum has resolved to uh, get a gym membership. He's going to start working out for the first time. Oh, this good. Year. Yeah. 
Also, Michael Jordan has resolved to finger bang Jeannie Buss. So congratulations <laughs> to Michael Jordan for your dirty New Year's resolution. That uh, may have been Tequila Jordan submitting his resolution. I'm not sure. Um, what about the Cleveland Cavaliers? Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, they've resolved to win the draft lottery. Their resolution every single year. <laughs> also, um, they're finally going to uh, get Sam Decker to get his stuff out of Channing Fry's garage. <laughs> um, all right. What about the Detroit Pistons? Sean? Oh, we got the Chicago Bulls. Oh, sorry. The Chicago Bulls. Bulls. How could I forget? The uh, the whole team's going to go to a taping of Family Feud together. Oh, see, I was going to say uh, it's just to keep having awesome souls yeah. all year long. Yeah, and uh, just like they do every year, uh, Gar Foreman and John Paxton have resolved to be best friends forever <laughs> and never, ever change. So congratulations to those two weirdos. Um, all right. What about the Detroit Pistons? Uh, Blake Griffin is going to give up comedy for New Year's. That's not true. <laughs> no, Come he is. On. He does have a fake web series about that. I learned actually today and I did not write a replacement one. Mm. You know what should happen though? FX let's, should give him the Louis deal. Mm-hmm. Let's just, let's just see some, some dramas from uh, Blake Griffin, you know, some unfunny dramas about what life as a comedian is like. Uh-huh. Uh, also they're going to, um, they're 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 going to uh, get Luke Kennard a good nickname, mm-hmm. which is uh, Big Nard. <laughs> yeah, let's get that going, Big Nard. Big dude. Nard, Big <laughs> Nard. He's doing well. Um, what about the Indiana Pacers, Sean? Uh, they're going to teach TJ Leaf about the birds and the bees. He's finally ready. Wow, finally. I don't I don't think that's true. I don't think he's ready yet. <laughs> he could wait. Yeah, Doug McDermott's like slowly. Doug McDermott's going to show him a PG thirteen movie in about a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just, <laughs> just ease him into it a little bit. Um. All right. What about the Miami Heat, Sean? Uh, they got to lose ten pounds. Everyone in the organization. <laughs> they're giving up sugar. They're giving up alcohol. They're giving up dairy, and they're giving up solid food. It's going to be all shakes. Um, I think their resolution should actually be no guns stolen in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Secure your automatic weapons. How about that? Just just non-repeatable shooting guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. What about the Milwaukee Bucks? Uh, they're going to give a bunch of shoes to charity as they do, but this time it's not just going to be the deli signature shoes. They're going <laughs> to give, give some, some disadvantaged children's shoes. They actually want to wear. Uh, I think it should be to get, uh, to get the Greek freak to try some more ethnic foods. Ooh, I love it. Not not just some straight white white foods like he's been eating. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he he doesn't need to that's not the culture he needs to be yeah. adopting. Like Let's maybe see what he, he thinks about like ramen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be that'd be delicious. Yeah. Like, like take him out for dim sum. Yeah. Um all right, what about the New York Knickerbockers, Sean? 
they have resolved to compose a song to woo Kevin Durant in free agency. Mm-hmm. And James Dolan is going to perform it on every team flight to be ready. Oh, great. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Love it. Uh-huh. Uh, the Orlando Magic. Uh, so uh, team owner Betsy DeVos has resolved to resign in disgrace. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that might have just been happening anyway, but uh, resigning at this be so yeah. into that. All right. Um, the Philadelphia 76ers, Sean. Well, this one's this one's kind of nice. This is more of a personal growth one. Uh, this year, Jimmy Butler has resolved to, to finally put himself first in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to stop compromising. <laughs> All right, what about the Toronto Raptors, Sean? Uh, the Toronto Raptors have resolved to sign Kavon Looney in the summer. <laughs> and the reason is just to, to stick it to the Warriors, to reunite him with Patrick McCaw. Um, his last name is already their money. And actually, that's how you spell Kevin in Canada. That's the oh. traditional Canadian spelling. Oh, yeah, makes sense. A-E-V-O-N, yeah. All right, finally, for the East, the Washington Wizards. Uh, they have resolved to give up as many future assets as it takes to barely miss the eight seed. <laughs> All to right. trade off the lottery pick that they will unfortunately still get. Moving to the Western Conference, huh. Sean, the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I think they need to do whatever it takes to get Dirk Nowitzki to pass Kobe Bryant on as many career lists and records as possible. Yeah, that would be tight as fuck. Um, also get a restraining order against Jason Gallagher and Mark Cuban. <laughs> yeah, and Mark Cuban. Get it? Yeah, th- yeah. Ban him from the arena. <laughs> look, look. It's bad enough that Louis C.K. is back in comedy clubs. Does Mark Cuban need to be in the stands? <laughs> oh, also, they should sign Anthony Randolph. Yes. 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 <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, the Denver Nuggets, Sean. Uh, they should continue to be patient and careful with the rehab of Isaiah Thomas so he can return to destroy the locker room chemistry by playoff time. Uh, I think that their New Year's resolution should be to get uh, um. Michael Porter Jr., uh, NBA 2K20 early so he can really, really get good so he can scam their fans out of money and shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he, does he, is, is Lane Whitaker technically his GM? Uh, I think maybe, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. What about your Golden State Warriors, Sean? Uh, uh their resolution, it's, it's a two part resolution is to, um, stop acting like a bitch. And to try. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> oh, and also to sign Anthony Randolph. They've got yeah! the roster spot. <laughs> All right. What about the Houston Rockets? Uh, they're they're going to get Mike D'Antoni to grow back his mustache. Oh, please, dude. These are so That's good, Sean. These are these so things. good. In fact, yeah. If any Senegalese listeners... Uh, have a connection to the Rockets front office. I mean, look, Daryl Morey, we just need to mention his name in a tweet about this and he'll he'll pass it on. I yeah, think. I hope so. Uh, the other thing is Clint Capella is going to return all the stolen gold from World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sean, what about the L.A. Clippers? And I just want to make it clear. We're mentioning the L.A. Clippers first. 
Because we sort by record when the city name is the same. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's just the rules on this on this podcast. Um, Doc Rivers has resolved to finish building Bobon's big boy bed. He has has had a normal human sized bed, and uh, Doc keeps promising to finish constructing it, and he's been putting it off, and he's he's finally going to have a bed that fits him. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful news. Uh, what about the Los Angeles Lakers of Los Angeles? <laughs> uh, Jeannie Moore is going to get out of her toxic relationship with Jay Moore. You mean Jeannie Buss? Oh, sorry. What did I say? Jeannie Moore. You married oh, them oh in your God, mind. Oh, my God. I married them. Oh, no. <laughs> I hope I didn't make that come true. <laughs> and uh, her resolution is to get finger banged by Michael Jordan. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jeannie Buss, dump Jay Moore, dude. I'm yeah. just saying it straight up. You're better than him. Uh, yeah. What about the Memphis Grizzlies? The Memphis Grizzlies, uh, they actually, this was ruined when I, uh, I thought they should trade Dylan Brooks just to piss off Ernie Grunfeld. That <laughs> that can't happen now. So their new resolution is to bring home Zach Randolph. Uh, he's on the block, dude. And if that doesn't work, sign Anthony Randolph. No, I mean, yes, let's get, we need anyway, to get Anthony get Randolph in the league. Gun. That's all I want. I want to see him crying on league pass. All right. Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves, dude. Yan can coach. Yeah. Um, Glenn Taylor and Andrew Wiggins need to shake hands again and look into each other's eyes. Yeah. I mean, he promised to work hard and he worked hard for that one game. So that's pretty mm-hmm. tight. So they're going to shake hands in his office, <laughs> look into each other's eyes before every single game now. Uh, what about the New Orleans Pelicans? Well, I had one of them. One of their resolutions was not to trade Anthony Davis to Boston mm-hmm. or the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I feel that's a good one. But also, I think they need to um, bring in their new mascot, Smooth the Smoothie. He's just a giant smoothie, and he uh, he drips a lot of uh, juice onto the ground. That's his hook. It'd be a weird mascot. Um, <laughs> all right. What about the Oklahoma City Thunder? Uh, I have one. I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Let's make this regular season P playoff P because he's <laughs> been awesome. We haven't mentioned it on the show yet. Yeah. Uh, The Thunder have been really awesome, even though Russell was- Westbrook has been total dog shit this year. He just can't shoot. He's, he's still like relentless, but he's, he's shooting 23 percent from three. <laughs> He seems to be clearly their worst defensive player. To, oh, never mind, Dennis Schroeder. But, uh, um, but playoff, Paul Pierce, uh, Paul Pierce, Jesus Christ, Paul George has been fucking awesome this year. And this is yeah. what playoff P should be. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I want to see it. We meet, we, we, want, we want the best for Paul George, even though we yeah. make fun of him relentlessly. <laughs> and you know what? It, it, we only make fun of the playoff P nickname because he's actually like been pretty damn I mean, we good. also made fun of that Republican uh, dinner he had at his house, and oh, yeah. also the Gatorade commercials. Yeah. Um, and also that party he threw for himself with Nas. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that yeah. was... Weird. And also that picture the Pacers took. And that he lost to LeBron every single year. Yeah. <laughs> but not this year. We're, we're done making fun of playoff Paul George if this I is mean, how he's going to play. Look, look he, he's definitely <laughs> positioned. Wouldn't wouldn't they be in position for like a 2-7 matchup with LeBron right now? I think so, yeah. Oh, that's, that's the dream. 
Um, all oh, right. Oh, and yeah, my, sorry. My resolution for them is to uh, fulfill their promise and finish building their state-of-the-art hauler for uh, Paul George to fish in. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about the Phoenix Suns, Sean? Uh, they, the Phoenix Suns need to hire that old lady who yelled at Robert Sarver to be the new team president. Yeah, for sure, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What about the Portland Trailblazers? Uh, they need to put together, uh, a massive marketing campaign to celebrate one of their, their under, underappreciated players. They need a campaign for Yusuf Nurkic to make 12th team all NBA. <laughs> I think he's there. <laughs> Hey, congratulations, Corbin Smith, by the way, on his 5x5. Five five. Uh, yeah. I know that meant a lot to you. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully you were not too busy playing Super Smash Brothers to Yeah, watch or it. yawning. <laughs> um, all right, what about the Sacramento Kings? Uh, well, this is actually just an individual player's resolution. Um, Willie Cauley-Stein has resolved to get seven more face tattoos before entering free agency. Oh, good. Perfect. Yeah. I I also get a lot of face tattoos right when I need to start applying for jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Um, American way. All right. What about the San Antonio Spurs, Sean? Uh, this is the year. It's they've had this resolution for a while. They're gonna try to convince the Coyote to wear pants this year. Oh, please, that Coyote! <laughs> if you don't know what this the San Antonio Spurs Coyote looks like, please look it up and then. Uh, it will be burned in your brain forever because yeah. that mascot is troubling. He's a he's a wild card. Yeah, he is the Heath Ledger Joker of mascots. He <laughs> he believes in nothing uh-huh. but chaos and wants to cause chaos. And also, he's a fucking pervert who doesn't wear pants. Yeah, uh, he wears pants Bloodshot sometimes, eyes. but not most of the time. <laughs> That coyote is like on fucking meth or something, dude. It's like a uh-huh. bath salts mascot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and finally, Sean, the Utah Jazz. What is their New Year's resolution? Uh, you know, Quinn Snyder's just gonna party on the weekends now. <laughs> no, no ski, no skiing Monday through Thursday. I know it's beautiful this time of year. You always want to hit the slopes in Utah, but uh. Not during the week. <laughs> um, all right. And that was the uh, NBA team's New Year's resolutions. Uh, Sean, we have one more thing we have to get to. Um, the Golden Globes were this week. So it's it's a, this this time of year is always a big year for movies. Uh, and we have our own film correspondents here to review... Mary Poppins returns. Here are uh, Chicago Bulls center Robin Lopez and Milwaukee Bucks center Brooke Lopez with Brooke and Robin at the movies. Brooke and Robin Lopez at the movies. Twin brothers in who? And fandom. DC versus Marvel. Offense versus defense. Nerds who are jucks. Post-ops versus hard screens. Jocks who are nerds. Kane versus Abel. The Snyder Cut. Take it away, Brooke. Or Robin. I'm not really sure who is who. 
Hey, it's me, Brooke Lopez, and we're here to uh, review Mary Poppins Returns. Robin, how are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty well, Brooke. I enjoyed seeing the movie, and uh, I made some New Year's resolutions that I think I'm going to be able to stick to this year. Well, we'll have to see, but um, first, let's talk about what the movie was. Um, here. Decades after her original visit, the magical nanny returns to help the bank's siblings and Michael's children through a difficult time in their lives. Starring Emily Blunt from one of Robin's favorite movies, Romeo and Juliet, as Hey! Ma- you love that movie. I do. I was trying to put on a front, but it's a beautiful romance. You like it way more than Sherlock Gnomes. Yeah, it's the I like a romantic comedy. Yeah, anyway, that Emily Blunt stars as Mary Poppins. From Moana and literally nothing else, unknown actor and singer Disney found out of nowhere, Lin-Manuel Miranda plays Jack. Ooh. Exactly, he's just the guy from Moana. I don't know how Disney does it. They just find these people from nowhere and they make them stars. Yeah, animated characters who are also actors in the flesh is a very important Hollywood trait. It's true. Uh, Speaking of animated characters, Ben Wishop plays Michael Banks with as much gusto as he had in one of my favorite movies, Cloud Atlas. Oh, we love that one. It's so good. I always wanted to see what... uh, what Tom Hanks playing Chinese would be like, and I finally got to see it. It was like what I expected, but it also made me really sad. Yeah. Uh, my favorite- Brooke, do you remember when we saw Paddington 2 at that drive-thru? Oh, it's so good. I love Paddington 2 so much. I wish Paddington was my friend. Well, he- I kind of pretended because Michael Banks, that's the voice of Paddington. What?! Yeah. I thought Paddington was just a person. Like Me too. I thought that was a real bear that they taught to eat marmalade sandwiches. Yeah, remember when we ate marmalade sandwiches every day freshman year of college? Yeah. Really also, good. I slept in a train station. You did? Uh-huh. When? Uh, I got really... I had too many pixie sticks... At uh, the first Gaieties when we were at Stanford, mm. the musical production that's definitely really cool and not full of future horrible tech bros dancing around. Anyway, I woke up at the Redwood City train station. Wow. I'm sorry I wasn't there to see that. I yeah, must have it... been, like, having sex with a girl or something. What? Uh, just kidding. I never do that. Uh... <laughs> anyway... My favorite actress from the Pink Panther 2 also plays Jane Banks, and her name is Emily Mortimer. Wow. The movie also features that old doctor who solves murders from the first Mary Poppins, that old writer who solves murders from Bedknobs and Broomsticks, and Meryl Streep, who I don't think has ever solved a murder, but was excellent as the voice of the queen in The Ant Bully. I think she got one of her Oscars for that, and then her next for Mama Mia. And then for Ricky and the Flash. That's Have I ever right. told you that Ricky and the Flash is my favorite band? Wow. Yeah. I didn't 
I didn't realize that was Ricky and the Flash when you were sharing your MP3 library with me. I was. Uh, anyway, that is the cast, and this is Mary Poppins Returns. Robin, what did you think of the movie? Um, what I liked about it is that it said that no matter how old you are, you can still really pursue things that society says are intended for children and that you never necessarily have to have a new idea. You can just base something on a book and then return to it over and over again for decades. Yeah. Robert, you're not big on new ideas. Uh, you no. like to, uh, uh, play old, like you like to post up and play in uh, the paint like yeah. an old, like an old center. I'm very into new ideas, like uh, never playing defense and shooting yeah. 29 footers. You're really good at those too. Oh, thanks Robin. I try. Yeah. That's why I got an emulator for my Nintendo switch that lets you play old eight bit Nintendo games because I wanted to spend thousands of dollars to play some technology that was 30 years old. It's kind of what you call my steez. That is your steez, Robin. Yeah. Um, anyway, can I ask you a question about the movie? Yeah, please. How sad did it make you? I got really sad because I remembered... Brooke, do you remember our old Danny? Of course. Well, remember when... When mom and dad said that she went to live on a farm mm -hmm. where she had more time, more space to run around. Yeah. Brooke, I just what found this out saying? a couple weeks what ago. What are you saying, Robin? I, I didn't want to tell you this, but I, it's making me so sad. She didn't go to a farm at all. Where did she go? She went into hospice care. Oh no, that's too sad. And those postcards we were getting from the farm, mm -hmm. mom and dad made those so we wouldn't be sad. Oh, no. Another thing that really made me sad about this movie is not to spoil anything, but in this movie, the children's mom is dead. Uh-huh. And I was thinking about how sad I would be if you died, Robin. Yeah. And even though I hate you. Even though we fight all the time because you're, I, I you're really so arrogant. Hate you. I hate you so much. I, my cat hates you too. I also love you and I'd be so sad if you died. And the only thing that would make me happy at all is if a magical woman with an umbrella would come make me feel better and give me... Spoonfuls of sugar, my favorite food. You love sugar. You I, really do love sugar. My favorite food is spoonfuls of sugar, and the only person I like to share them with is you. I don't like to share anything, not my toys, not my video games, not my custom posters, but I'll always share a spoonful of sugar with you, Brooke. <laughs> and, Brooke, there was a point last week. Yes? Brooke. There was a point last week when we were running so many wind sprints and I almost thought I was going to die, but I kept going and I ran the other wind sprints because I knew I couldn't die without telling you 
that I love that you're my brother. I love that you're my brother, Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, I have to admit that I fell asleep for 25 minutes in the middle of the movie because I was so exhausted from the running. Yeah, that new guy is really making you run a lot. Our coach has a mean nanny running it now. Um, my coach is really chill. He looks like Mr. Toad from the Wild Ride. Oh, that's cool. He also, I think he might be drunk driving sometimes. Oh, just like Mr. Toad. Yeah, wow. he's, I think my coach is Mr. Toad. Wow. Do you think that he could inf- he would introduce me to Badger? Oh, I don't know. I'll ask him, though. <gasps> All right, Robin. What do you give Mary Poppins Returns? I give it four spoonfuls of sugar out of five. Uh, just four? Just four. I give mine, I give it five stars. I loved it so much. I didn't. I Anything didn't Disney gets five stars in Brooks book. I just didn't like that that Miranda Lynn woman. I didn't like that she was bringing rap music into the Disney verse. I feel like that should only be the role of The Rock. I understand Otherwise, that. just show tunes. That's all. All right, Robin. Four and a half spoonfuls. I get it. All right, Robin. Anything you'd like to plug? Um, yeah, I would like to plug something. I um, I've been customizing some some Fortnite figures. Um, I paint them. They're my miniatures, and you can find them on my Etsy store. Oh, I love shopping at your Etsy store. Um, yeah. as for me. You can see me in the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Oh, <laughs> man. Maybe you'll see me if I get bought out. Yeah, right. They'll never buy me out, just like the Banks family would never buy out Mary Poppins. Back to you, Sean and Joey. Wow, that was an incredibly emotional episode. <laughs> they really... They, I feel like... All the, they have some issues with their nanny, and, and I mean, it's very sweet, but I'm also not really sure at all what happens in that movie. No, but I mean, it's a review. They're just telling you. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> it seems it seems like they were also probably like crying a lot during the movie. And that would that would make a lot of sense that that they'd react <clears throat> that. All right, Sean, that's been our episode. Uh, <laughs> what would you like to plug? Uh, you can see me this weekend. It's in Sunnyvale at Rooster Tea Feathers, Thursday, January 10th through Sunday, January 13th. Um, and, you know, it doesn't cost that much to fly from Dakar, Senegal to San Jose, California. So check it out if you're a super fan. Um, oh, also, you can see the Everything Report at San Francisco Sketchfest on Wednesday, January 23rd at Piano Fight. Um, and then as for me, uh, check out Slammed Up Season 1 at roundballrock.bandcamp.com. It's uh, all of the Slammed Ups plus some new some new stuff. Um, and it's pay what you want. So if you want to pay yeah. us $0, pay us $0. We just want yeah. you to hear it. Um, but again, we recommend somewhere between 7 and $7 million. 7 and $7 million. That's the range. <laughs> um Sean, did you write a Luka Doncic song? I did. I did. This one was a tribute to um, 
one of our biggest fans, uh, one of our biggest listeners, a listener that's no longer with us, a guy named Tom Petty. And uh, he inspired this Luca song. Uh, and then also I was on the Who Cares About the Rock Hall podcast again this week. Uh, listen to that. I was drafting singles, I think, was gonna, we're going to get into the rock, the rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. Do you um, want to give us a preview of one of them that, that, that you guys found some consensus on? Well, we were drafting, so... Oh. Uh, but I got my... I took number one. I'm pretty sure it's getting in. Uh, wild Thing by the Trogs. Oh, yeah. Um, we do a lot of Lil Steven impressions. It's really funny if you're oh, into that. Oh, that's good. That. Well, that's good because you and I always record our podcast wearing colorful scarves around our heads. So, um, did you know there's a story in the Bruce Springsteen book about how he and... Uh, Little Steven and Bruce Springsteen were denied entry to Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm in one day because they wouldn't take off their headscarves. Uh, no, but that is hilarious. It's truly incredible. <laughs> um, uh, and then also, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where 23 hours ago I <gasps> tweeted, So, at Pagey Price and I just made an insane, life-altering purchase. Get ready for what's coming next. I know you'll call us crazy, but life is too short to daydream. We doing it. Uh, that is ominous. If you follow Frank Muniz's uh, Twitter, bought, I'm gonna say it's an illegal animal. <laughs> I bet they bought another olive oil store. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, and shut it down. Let's all cry while watching Mary Poppins Returns and thinking about our twin brother dying. <laughs> hey, Rambell Rock listeners. This is deceased rocker Tom Petty. I'm so glad Heaven's got League Pass. I watch hoops with former traveling Wilbury Roy Orbison every night. Recently, we noticed an exciting young guard for the Dallas Mavericks and decided to write a little song about it. Here it goes. It's alright if you guard me. It's alright if you don't. Are you afraid of them running and play, honey? I'm pretty sure Coach Rick won't. There is no sense in defending. The Mavs will score anyway. Even Wes Matthews will drive it right past you or kick the ball out to JJ. Baby, break Doncic. Go ahead, give it to him. Break Doncic. He'll take it to the hole. Break Doncic. Boss wants to trade for him. Break Doncic, he's white. He's so white. He's all white. Hey, Danny Ainge, hands off the Luca. Ladies and gentlemen, on guitar, Maxi Kleber. I haven't seen a swingman like that since Jeff Lynn. Break Doncic, go ahead, give him sunscreen. Break Doncic, he brings it every night. 
dungeons, he sounds fundamentally. Break dungeons, he's white. He's so white. Oh, he's all white. Yeah, Luca, you don't play an instrument. But when you make those last second shots, you're definitely a heartbreaker. Don't let Stevie Nicks steal your dribble moves. I know from experience. Hey, remember when I was in that movie, The Postman? That was weird. Hey, anybody got any heroin? 